hotel It's gonna be a great Noel It's the Advent Calendar House Muppets, Black Man Smurfs And even Garfield's Halloween We're gonna take a trip down memory Oh, hey, you're about a month early, but, well, you came all this way in your podcast machine or whatever, so come on in. Welcome to the Advent Calendar House, a salute to all holiday specials, but mostly the Christmas ones that normally starts in December, but this is a special early bonus episode because November 1st is Christmas Podcast Day, a holiday made up so we could turn it into a hashtag. I don't make the rules, I just record the episodes. So here we are. Thank you for joining us on a very important mission back to 1948 to dig up the original animated adventures of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. I am freak of nature trying to hide among some Christmas ornaments, Mike Westfall. And joining me is a four-legged forest animal sitting bipedally at my dining room table and somehow holding a spoon with his hoof. It's Jerry Davila from Totally Rad Christmas. Hey, Jerry. You know, I'll try not to be as quiet as a mouse, but thanks for having me at the Advent Calendar House. Ah, well done. And from way, way up north and safely on the ground after just narrowly missing crashing into an airplane, please welcome Matt Spaulding from North Pole Radio. Hello, Matt. Hey, Mike. I'm I'm excited to be here. Thank you both for being here. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Has either of you watched this original Rudolph short before this year? Parts of it were familiar to me, and I'm not a hundred percent sure why. I don't recall <laughs> the entire special, but I recall. Certain animation frames, uh, like when all the reindeer are, you know, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, when they're all running out and Santa's like doing the like coach thing where he's patting them all in the butt as they go by. (laughs) I know I've seen that portion before. So I don't know if it was in like maybe like a YouTube video for a Christmas song or something (laughs) like that. But I had actually never seen it beginning to end. I have some theories, but first let's hear from Jerry. So, yes, this is one I remember from when I was a kid. I it's been a long time since I've seen it. But the version that I remembered, because you sent us like a pristine original version that I didn't even know existed. Neither did Um, I. The the version that I remember actually started and ended with uh, with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the song. So that's the what I remember. And then other than that, I have lots of kind of like Matt vivid images that really and sorry, my, excuse my voice, but I have lots of vivid images of like the reindeer wearing pillows and <laughs> Santa yeah, on the plane. Too, yeah. and, you know, Rudolph lighting his feet, you know, little things like that that just always stick out in my mind. And of course, commander in chief that uh so that's how I always think of Rudolph. But I uh, we'll we'll get to it. I don't want to spoil too much but i i do remember seeing it but it had been a long time well i also first saw this as a series of clips and it was because somehow it was included on one of those disney sing-along songs christmas videos (gasps) you're right (laughs) oh you yes you're absolutely right now i remember Yes. Well, that triggered something faster than I thought it would be. It really did. Well, because I was thinking music video, something like that. And when mm-hmm. you said Disney sing along, that, yes, it did trigger that. You're absolutely right. Because I remember having uh, Jiminy Crickets uh, from all of us to all of you. Yep. <laughs> from all of us to all of you, a very Merry Christmas. For all this bright and joyful night, we're glad to have you with us. And I think it may have been on that. I haven't th- seen that special in a very long time, but that may have been where I saw it. Okay. Which is interesting, though, because this is not a Disney short. Not at all. No. No, it was produced by the Jam Handy Organization, it was called. <laughs> 
That's a name. Uh, Jam Handy is the name of a person. He was an Olympic swimmer who later founded this studio that mostly made promotional and educational films in the 1940s. As one does. Sure. Uh, But in 1948, they made this Rudolph short Mm -hmm. directed by legendary animator Max Fleischer. Yes. I could tell immediately before Mm -hmm. his name even came up on the screen, too. Like, I saw that animation. I went, this is a Max Fleischer joint. Yeah, you can Mm -hmm. tell. Yeah, Max Fleischer uh, famously was the first to animate Popeye the Sailor and Mm -hmm. Superman. Superman. So when I remember, yeah. Also created Betty Boop. Mm -hmm. Um, The first time I saw this whole thing, I think Cartoon Network may have aired it when I was a teenager sometime in the late 90s. Uh, or one of those cable channels. It might have been Cartoon Network. It might have been TNT. It might have been USA. I'm not sure. Right. Well, and I, I think this is one that's usually like thrown on a bunch of those like cartoon Christmas DVDs. Oh, you know, yeah. like, like they just mash up as many of these that they can find. And I want to say this is definitely one that's that's on one of those because I remember it being with just loaded with just a bunch of other random, <laughs> you know, yeah. things you don't even think of anymore. They would do that with VHS tapes, too. Like, you would get something Mm -hmm. from Family Home Entertainment, and they would just (laughs) jam-pack it until they ran out of tape. Just like, (laughs) this is related somehow, sure. (laughs) Well, that's kind of what what my family did with uh, music videos from MTV. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, mm. See what fits on the Betamax. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's right. You were were a beta. Oh, no. Beta. (laughs) But what's even more interesting about this particular short now in hindsight, this Rudolph cartoon is older than the song. Mm -hmm. That just blew my mind when I read that. Yeah. And and I was confused because when I watched the whole thing on Cartoon Network, it was the version you were talking about that starts with the song. Mm -hmm. And a lot of uploaded versions of this is that version with the song in front of it. Yep. So to best explain what happened, here's a very quick edition of The History, the history of, of Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed, Red-Nosed Reindeer. Reindeer. Created in 1939 by Robert May, Rudolph was the subject of a children's poem for Montgomery Ward to give as a little booklet to kids in their department store. It became extremely popular, and this 1948 cartoon is based on that original poem. And the song was written a year later, in 1949, by Robert May's brother-in-law, Johnny Marks, and famously recorded by Gene Autry. That was an instant hit, so in 1951, the Jam Handy organization re-released this cartoon with a new recording of that song over the opening credits. Mm. And that's the version anyone who's seen it on TV remembers watching. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's definitely the one I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Until in 2014, the Library of Congress uploaded a restored version of the original short with the original opening with just an instrumental version of Silent Night. So that is what we watched for this. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Somewhere here, I might have... I don't know if it's the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer book or yet a different version of the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer story. It's, it's very thin. In. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's over on my bookshelf, and I can't even remember what that one is off the top of my head, but the it may be that original Robert May story. Well, I remember having, it was just a little golden book. Little golden book. Oh, that might be mm-hmm. what mine is. Okay, and it looks like the artwork in that, the style of that, looks a lot like this cartoon. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hop up and go grab it. Okay. (laughs) We're going to see if we can find it. Well, and then later on, they even did a sequel. Robert May wrote a sequel book. Yes, he did. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the one I have is not a poem. It is just paragraphs of prose. And it kind of, yeah, it it takes the source material and it makes it a little longer. I remember there being paragraphs of just like, I'm Dasher and I'm the fastest. Okay. Oh, that's, well, that's golden. It's not yeah. a little golden book, but it's it's the Golden no, Company. It is. Yeah, yours uh, is paperback. Interesting. 
so is it is it a poem is it a rhyming poem oh it's not a poem no it's a storybook okay so you probably have i bet it's the same yep that's it that's mm-hmm. the one i have that's okay. the one yeah okay okay that's right the original rudolph was a poem that's right yeah and this one is different yes this one is is different so okay, okay. But it's drawn. It's drawn very similarly to yes. how this is animated. Yeah, very much. <laughs> this says copy. Oh, the copyright of Rudolph is Robert L. May. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, he he somehow got Montgomery Ward to give the rights to the poem and Rudolph back to him in I think 1947, mm. and so immediately has this cartoon made, and then the song made, and then it just blew up even more. But back to this special. Yes, yeah, sorry, so, I got us off No, track. you're fine. That was great. I'll see if I can find a copy of that online and and put it in the show notes. Yeah. But um, the original opens with Silent Night, like I said, over a painted Christmas tree title card. They need to bring back title cards. Yes, yes. Mm. I've been saying this for years. Mm-hmm. And and at the end, like freeze frame greeting card freeze frames as well. Yeah, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. now that everything's streaming, so you need a thumbnail anyway. Hmm. Correct. Yeah. But, but before we go on, I wanted to talk about that silent night and like, yeah. you know, the lush orchestration. So the music was done by George Kleisinger. Okay. I don't, I didn't really know much of it, but when I looked him up, he actually did Tubby the Tuba. I oh, you- <laughs> I love Tubby the Tuba. I've mentioned Tubby the Tuba on here. There was a, that was just an orchestral piece. Right. Mm-hmm. And they made it into a movie in 1975 starring Dick Van Dyke. So that's why it mm-hmm. came up on my show. Right. Right. Well, he did the music to that. He also did the music to um, a lesser known song. You might know it if you're like an Andy Williams or like Johnny Mathis fan, but it's called Christmas is a Feeling in Your Heart. Yep. I know that one. Mm-hmm. And so he wrote the music to that as well. <sighs> okay. So he wrote the music, but the orchestrations, like the actual choral orchestration was done by harry r wilson who i know absolutely nothing about and when i looked him up i couldn't find anything Hmm. i got nothing but i just thought it was interesting that he actually did like the vocal you know the choral arrangement of uh of that piece there wow okay Hmm. wow cool then we get right into the story as narrated by paul wing it was the day before christmas and all through the hills the reindeer were playing enjoying the spills of skating and coasting, and climbing the willows, and hopscotch, and leapfrog, protected by pillows. Did you happen to look up this guy at all? No. So Paul Wing narrated a record of this story in 1947. Uh, More than a decade before that, in 1935, he won an Oscar for Best Assistant Director on a film called The Lives of a Bengal Lancer, (laughs) starring Gary Cooper as a British soldier in India who fends off a local rebellion. And if that sounds like it's probably racist, you're right. (laughs) In fact, it was one of Hitler's favorite movies. Oh, no. Oh, my. (laughs) That's terrible. Felt like I shouldn't just ignore that when I saw it. I was just like, oh, I'm going to need to bring that up. Oh, boy. (laughs) But then Paul Wayne joined the army to fight that guy was captured and later rescued from a prison camp in the Philippines. After the war, he began making children's records for RCA, including Rudolph. So they brought him on to narrate this cartoon as well. Wow. Uh, And we open with a scene of reindeer playing in the hills. Some are sledding, some are ice skating somehow. On their hind legs. <laughs> the the And they're better skaters than I was. I was gonna oh, say yeah. right out the bat though, the the reindeer society is is interesting. <laughs> um most of them are uh au natural as reindeer usually are, but then Rudolph's <laughs> mom has a dress. <laughs> yeah, I think she's the only reindeer who wears clothes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I think one has like a sash. I was going to say, I think maybe we see a couple in like the stadium scene at the end. But it's like, Mm -hmm. so they're all outside and they're playing reindeer games, obviously. But immediately, like you said, you're like, ah, they're they're quadrupedal and bipedal at the same time. (laughs) They whatever suits the moment. Mm -hmm. 
the ones who are ice skating are wearing pillows tied to their backs. So that's smart. <laughs> yeah, I, smart. I, I, uh, I do a lot of walking in the winter for my job. I, I'm outside all winter long and sure. I slip and I fall. I'm going to start strapping a pillow to my back. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. See, I've never, I've never ice skated with a pillow tied to my back. I just figured falling's part of the experience. Sure is. I can attest to that. <laughs> and if you're lucky, you get picked up by Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Classic. Mm-hmm. But... Those reindeer wearing ice skates on their tiny hooves, that just looks uncomfortable. Yeah. It also looks very dangerous. It does. <laughs> Especially since they probably have very delicate ankles. I would think so. It sure, it sure looks like it, but somehow it's working for them. But I'm too distracted by the watercolor backdrop because it's gorgeous. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. William Sturm. Yeah. Yep. And he's like one of those classic Fleischer you know, animation crews there. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's like a lot of, a lot of Fleischer's guys. Okay. were involved in this as well. Uh, Joe Stoltz, you know, the, the writer, um, and, and all these guys worked on Popeye. Most of them worked on Gulliver's travels. I don't know if you remember that one. Okay. I do. Yeah. And then of course, uh, like one or two worked on Betty Boop, but just, you know, it was just one of those where it's like, well, well, no wonder it's so Fleischer. It's like a lot of his, his crew with like just extra help. Yeah. He brought the band back together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nice. But he's not on a mission from God. I don't think. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) so we cut to one reindeer decorating a Christmas tree who notices what looks like a red ornament that seems to be bouncing up and down on its branch. But this reindeer knows better, so he takes a branch of the fir tree and tickles what we now understand to be Rudolph's red nose, mm. and he sneezes <laughs> so hard he blows himself out of his hiding spot. Uh, don't you hate it when that happens? I do. <laughs> red is a beat and twice as big. Yeah, like <laughs> right out of the gate, they start digging into him. Yeah. Poor guy. Look, fellas, it's Rudolph. His nose is the sight. It's red as a beak. Twice as big and twice as bright. I will say one thing, and I, I, I imagine because the version we watched was like a restored version of the original. Yes. I can't imagine this. Is, maybe it is the way it sounded when it was originally released, but some of the sound quality in this was very degraded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sounded like they were very far from their mics. It yes. sounded, you know, like they were in big rooms, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, all I can imagine is that is a, just a degradation of the audio over time. Um, I'm not sure, but it was very interesting. It was one of the things I noticed uh, pretty much right away. No, I noticed that too. Absolutely. I'm wondering if some of that also was from their attempt to restore it. Maybe. Probably. But yeah, they're like a hundred percent like full throttle Johnny Lawrence, you know, just <laughs> totally <laughs> just, well, just they yeah. Listen, <laughs> Daniel started that fight. He totally did, yeah. <laughs> well, Rudolph shouldn't have been hiding. No. Right? <laughs> well, no, Rudolph no, shouldn't just have been kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. And at first he's happy to be acknowledged until they start digging into him. Uh yeah. don't let him skate. Take his pillow away. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he starts to, at first, Rudolph just shrugs off the name calling. Whatever, I'm here to have fun. He goes to tie mm-hmm. a pillow behind his back to go skating, and another one just yanks it off him. Mm. They never <laughs> let poor Rudolph yeah. <laughs> join in any reindeer games. Nope. He yanked that off him while the other one was on ice skates, so that was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Not only can they fly, they're world champion skaters. That's right. You should see their triple axel. <laughs> yeah, right. With those ankles, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Also, I know we're all fixated on Rudolph's nose, but did you notice that the, all of the reindeer's antlers are colored a bright green? green. Yes. Yes, yep. I did notice that as well. So I was wondering about that, and here, that's how they were colored in in the original booklet, because they only mm. worked with a few colors. It's red, green, brown, and black. Oh, yeah, four color. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my own, like, headcanon that this is like a subspecies of reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's where everything's backwards. The, the men have the antlers and the girls don't. These oh, ones yeah. Can, 
can fly when they have uh and I think it's just overexposure to Santa's magic feed corn, you know? There it is. <laughs> Over time, it mutated them. <laughs> well, that doesn't explain these particular reindeer, but I'll get into that later. But Well, also, they're white. They, eh, this is, this is going to be nitpicky of me, but it seems like th- this book I've got here and this special we watched and the, the Rankin and Bass special, uh, they're all made to look like white-tailed deer, which are not reindeer. Reindeer no. and white-tailed deer look different. They are yeah. very different animals. Mm-hmm. Magic reindeer. And these are white-tailed deer. <laughs> some sort of crazy hybrid. There it is. Yes. That's why these ones live up in the hills. <laughs> Was Santa doing genetic experiments? Oh, no. <laughs> well, here's when we hear Rudolph's mother calling his name, which prompts the other reindeer to tell him, Go on home, Red Nose. Your mama's calling you. Uh, your mama's calling you. A yo mama in 1948. <laughs> it's got to be a record. But Rudolph slinks home and we find his mother waiting for him in her housewife dress and apron. Mm-hmm. And they live in houses. They do. Well, they have a whole town. It's like this whole society. They have a village. They have a reindeer village of houses. Yeah. At first we see just this house and it looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. And it's kind of... The the brick archway is kind of rounded, so I thought, oh, maybe it's supposed to be just a fancy cave. But no, they open it up, and it's a it's a house. It looks like a log cabin inside. They sleep in beds. Rudolph's got a bed, a full <laughs> right. on headboard, footboard, blankets, pillow, yep. nightstand, yeah. big old wood front door, and glass windows. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. It's very detailed, (laughs) but Rudolph immediately cheers up when his mother reminds him it's Christmas Eve. Come, come, Rudolph. Tonight you hang up your stocking. Him sizing his stocking is adorable when he like sticks his little front paws in it and stretches it out and imagines the great big mound of loot in his stocking. He does that little little nod to himself like he's satisfied and then hangs it up. This will do. So cute. Because his stocking is just a yellow sock. Right. Which I guess he only has for the purpose of a Christmas stocking because (laughs) he doesn't wear clothes. No, his mother does. (laughs) But not socks. They're all just out there in their hooves. That's true. That's true. Wow. But fine. He lives in a house with human furniture and there's a gas lamp, which he turns off after hanging his stocking at the edge of his bed. We're going old school, St. Nicholas here. Yeah. He has opposable hooves because he can reach over and turn the knob on his gas. Yeah, I don't know how those work. The fact that they can do anything with his hooves right? is just, wow. But it's lights out for Rudolph, except for his nose, of course. But that's not why he's having trouble getting to sleep. He's having trouble sleeping because he's remembering the other reindeer mocking him. So he sniffles a little as he lies down. Mm. Guys... That's how serial killers are made. Please don't bully people. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> yeah. But this story has a happier ending. So Yes, it does. We cut to what has turned out to be one foggy Christmas Eve way, way up north at the North Pole, which means in this original version of the story, Rudolph doesn't live there. No. 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 The reindeer village is, is somewhere else, apparently. Somewhere else. We're not sure where. It just says in the hills. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that uh, even though we'll actually see it later, we're alluded, you know, or kind of shown that Santa actually is going to come and visit all these animals as well. Yes, he is. So not just human children. Nope. And it reminded me very much of that that little golden book, The Biggest, Most Beautiful Christmas Tree. Yeah. Good book. Good call. God, they're all sad that Santa doesn't actually deliver them, the little chipmunks. <laughs> yes, so, he does. And so they, you know, decorate their whole tree and then he delivers to him. And I thought, wow, I guess Santa really does deliver to everybody. But only if you decorate your tree. Yeah. It's like the uh, uh, Frosty the Snowman special where all the woodland animals yep. are getting mm-hmm. ready for the preparation of uh, prep- yeah, preparing for Santa to visit. 
Yeah, well, they learned from that first book and they said, all right, these guys decorated the tree and Santa came and brought them stuff. So we got to do the whole forest <laughs> now. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, a whole forest decorated. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So they live north enough that the ground is covered in snow. Not so much that Santa is still described as being way, way up north. <laughs> Two ways. <laughs> Uh, And here we see Santa looking at the fog out his window and the way Santa is drawn. He just looks like this huge dude. Mm -hmm. I don't mean like fat. I mean, they draw him pretty broad, but I mean, Santa looks like he's seven feet tall, just a mountain of a man. Like like the kingpin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was about to say he looks like uh, like a professional strong man. Yes. You know, strong man mm-hmm. bodies where they're, yeah. they're not just uh, muscular. They're also tall and like have big bellies. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah, he, he he's built like Bluto. Yeah. <laughs> well, that checks out. That's That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, with a white beard. But I like the um, it, it was a small thing. And again, I don't know if it was the original uh, way it was done or if this is because of the age and the restoration process. But the the fur on Santa's suit is more of a cream instead of a a bright, vibrant white. And I kind of mm-hmm. liked that. I was like, that's just that's a very subtle difference that just it also just looks nice. Mm-hmm. I do like that, too. Well, I love the design of Santa. Um, I think. This has to be one of my favorite, like, 2D cell animation versions of Santa. Yeah. So, of course, the first one is Frosty. Yeah. But this one was really, I just, I really like this design as well. Something about it stood out. And, yeah, maybe it is because it's that, uh, you know, attention to detail. Or maybe it is because he kind of looks like the kingpin <laughs> up in a Santa suit. I don't know. But, yeah, I really dug his design. Everything about him is just striking and and paul mm-hmm. wing gives him a deep voice to match mm, this fog will be hard to get through mm-hmm. he's a baritone like, mm, this fog <laughs> will be hard to get through i can't even get that deep no i but, can't either yeah. <laughs> santa looks very worried but now his clock strikes midnight mm-hmm. so it's time to go and he runs into his dining room to tell his reindeer quick get hitched in a hurry and they're all sitting at the table they're sitting at the <laughs> table like it's a break room they're at work. It's appropriate. But they've got plates and glasses, and somehow they're holding silverware in their hooves. Uh-huh. Well, I, I guess. Sh- like chopsticks. <laughs> but then we get to see them run out to the sleigh on all fours again. It's interesting to see them switch between being yes. basically bipedal to running mm-hmm. four-legged again. See, mm-hmm. and as a kid, I always appreciated that they took the time to show every single one of the reindeer. Because Frosty doesn't, you know, there's only four. Of course, right. we mm-hmm. we determined that was a side quest, Mike. But, uh, <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> but I, I always loved that they showed every single little reindeer. Now as an adult, I realize, oh, they're just trying to save, you know, make it longer and use the same animation. But <laughs> I, I, that was like a nice little touch that it, the child in me loved. Yeah. These reindeer all have big, bright green antlers. They're all full grown bucks. Mm-hmm. Never mind that male reindeer shed their antlers at this time by late December. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Mutant hybrids. If that's your hang up, you did a good job not noticing that they were just sitting at a table using spoons. <laughs> Correct. He doesn't address them as men or women. He just says Dasher. Da-. He just says. Yeah, he mon- just roll call. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donna, Blitzer. But he does later on say, Rudolph, my boy. Uh, All right. Well, Rudolph's a boy. (laughs) His antlers are shorter. Yeah, that is true. So they've got to get going. And the way Santa and the reindeer get airborne in this is they're on this sort of drawbridge. I was going to say, they just kind of just slide slide down this thing and off like they ski. (laughs) <laughs> it does look like a ski jump and they just yeah. slide down yes. it like a ramp and they're just airborne mm-hmm. into the sky from there. And apparently this fog is global because Santa is continuing to fly through this fog mm-hmm. everywhere he goes. Yeah. Although that uh, that ski jump did make me think that after they landed, they were going to like shoot some skeet or something. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. 
They had Winter Olympic Games to attend. <laughs> That's right. All right. Up next is curling. <laughs> I'd love to see reindeer curl. <laughs> With their antlers. Wait, I was about to say, do they mm-hmm. use their antlers? Yeah. <laughs> so they like tie little brushes to the ends Just of them. put little brushes but, on the end. That's right. So, yeah, it gets very foggy very quickly to the point mm-hmm. where Santa ends up crashing into a tree or several. <laughs> I love the way the reindeer get down. He just tells them, get down, and then they just kind of fall. They all just, yeah, they just like, they all, all right, plop into boink. place. <laughs> they all land on their feet like cats. In, in, in They all land on their feet in, in, in order. In perfect order or in N order. In formation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but and before that, they're all strewn out on these branches, some of them <laughs> dangling from their legs. A couple landed in a bird's nest. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got vibes. Or, or, like, it just reminded me of, uh, do you remember uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service? Yeah. <laughs> the, so at the very end, they have the bobsled, and Blofeld is, like, stuck in a tree. Yep. <laughs> That's kinda, I got those kind of vibes. They're all just stuck in a tree. <laughs> there it is. That's the Christmas movie. <laughs> That's right. So it makes sense. Yes, indeed. But then they're back up in the air again, despite it still being very foggy. Santa almost has a near collision with a big old plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really close. Like we see sparks on the sleigh. He goes right yeah. across that big old wing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that was a passenger flight, they must have been freaked out. Yep. <laughs> What's on the plane? What's on the plane? <laughs> it's a gremlin. <laughs> uh, then he crashes again on another rooftop. Mm-hmm. This is the first time, and I believe only time, I have ever seen an accurate animation of the problem with landing on a roof. Is that uh, most roofs are not flat. They are peaked. Right. Mine included. <laughs> yep. So they're kind of like folded on top of each yep. other. And yep, there's usually a ridge line and it comes down into a yeah. cable. Yep. <laughs> Never mind that I don't have a chimney either, but I mean that's a whole that's a whole other discussion. Well, the actual answer for that is Santa lands on the front lawn and then Santa's got a magic key and he taps the doorknob and the doorknob unlocks and you come in, Santa comes in and he leaves the presents. And then when he goes out, he taps his magic key on the doorknob again. It locks back up so everybody is safe and sound and he takes off so fast that it races the tracks on the lawn. So you can't see reindeer prints or sleigh prints or anything mm-hmm. like that. And that's why we leave the, the reindeer feet out on the lawn and not toss it up on the roof. Mm-hmm. Did make me wonder though, because that that pitch wasn't too steep. But like, what does he do on the? I mean, I guess he has to do that then on like a twelve twelve or fourteen twelve pitch. Oh yeah, because it, it, if it's if it's like a really steep roof or mm-hmm. even a, a not steep roof, you know, reindeer and sleigh would go right off the side. So you got to land on the lawn and either float up to the rooftop, Scott Calvin style. Yeah, well, <laughs> and we even see Santa like. Grinch it later on where he like pushes his own sleigh, you know? Yeah. Well, that's when he's landed on the roof. He's trying to push it over the edge because the reindeer can't pull it over the peak of the roof. He's trying to keep (laughs) a schedule here and he's getting along as best as he can in this fog. And finally Mm -hmm. he arrives in the hills where the reindeer live. Mm -hmm. And it appears Rudolph may have a few siblings. Could be. Was that, I was confused. Was that meant to be the same house? I think so. Yeah, I I think you're right. Because there are three of them. They're all sharing one double bed. They got tiny socks hanging right over their heads just to make it more difficult for Santa. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Who needs a tree in our giant living room? Let's just put the socks at the end of our bed. Well, Jerry mentioned the Grinch before. If you remember, when the Grinch goes into the Who houses, they're all holding on to candy canes and he has to. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. them out of their hands. Mm-hmm. Goodness. <laughs> but yeah, we see Santa tiptoe from that room to the other side of the same house. It looks like to Rudolph's room. I think you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So I don't mm-hmm. know if they're like have shared living arrangements and it's an apartment of some sort, but maybe Rudolph just has some younger siblings. Could be. Or it's a sweet Mm. it's a duplex (laughs) yeah yeah, there you go that's it (laughs) it's well as we mentioned like it's not clear up until the end that rudolph lives in a whole reindeer town 
Right. True. Yeah. So it could very well just be an apartment. Yeah. In this version, he's not Donner's son. So that's right. We don't see his father. We know that he has a father. We see a framed picture of him, but we never Mm -hmm. see the actual character in the flesh. I got to say, the way when Santa actually sees Rudolph, the way that he wakes him up is like super cute. Yeah, so he goes into Rudolph's room. He's surprised to find it's much brighter than everywhere else in this dark house. And that gives Santa an idea. So he wakes up Rudolph, who at first is embarrassed that his nose is glowing and he tries Mm -hmm. to hide it under his blanket. Oh, broke my heart. Broke my heart when he covered it. Yeah. Yeah, he sees Santa's there and he's just like... And Santa's like, no. Yeah, he takes off the blanket because <laughs> Santa's excited now that he has his idea. And he tells Rudolph of the night he's been having to deal with so far. And we see him spread out his arms like that plane to tell his story. We flash back <laughs> to him almost crashing into it. Mm-hmm. Which totally reminded me of C-3PO telling the story. In the <laughs> <of> the <Jedi. laughs> yeah. At least he doesn't have to like switch back and forth between languages this time. That's, that's right. Darth Vader. Uh, but then Santa tells Rudolph I need you tonight to lead all my dear on the rest of our flight Rudolph writes dear mama and daddy (laughs) D-E-E-R I see what you did there dear mommy and daddy I have gone to help Santa don't worry Rudolph that's me dear mommy ah Ah, uh, waka waka. I definitely like this Santa a lot better than the one we got from Rankin Bass. That guy was a jerk. He was a jerk in Rudolph. Donner, yeah. you should be ashamed of Why? yourself. Why? Why? And he did so well in flight practice, uh, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, the song needs work. I have to go slam. <laughs> mm, needs work. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> well, really you're the good. expert. Um, yeah. But yeah, this Santa's great. Watch this one for this Santa. Mm-hmm. So Rudolph's very excited to be at Santa's service, and he's also responsible enough to leave a note for his parents telling him where he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this Rudolph, too. Yeah. And next thing we see Rudolph having to light Santa's way out of his own house because it's that dark and foggy outside that they can't see inside. Wow, that's pretty dark. Well, Santa didn't have Santa didn't have the flashlight off on his cell phone back in the forties. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> didn't quite figure that one out just yet. No, not till the fifties. Then, have you ever stayed out in a place that far removed from civilization or somewhere like out in the woods where you turn out the lights at night? It's pitch dark. I grew up in that place. Oh wow! Oh, oh yeah. From our front yard, you could see off in the distance, uh, like where the high school team played football. So if like if the they were having a football game, you could see the, the, the football lights and you could see some lights from our front yard. But our backyard was just absolutely pitch black. Wow. Yeah. See, I, mm. I've stayed in places like that and it's nice and calming. I like it. Right now, I have neighbors that live in front of me that leave this great big floodlight on in their yard. Oh, no. Crazy. See, and there's a couple of lampposts on the street right outside my house, both in the front and in the back. So it's never too dark outside my place. Well, it's kind of good, too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nice to have that. But if you're at a a place where you can actually have dark nights, it can be kind of disorienting when you get up in the middle of the night and have to go to the bathroom or something. So Mm -hmm. I I get why Santa could use Rudolph's help here. Mm -hmm. And Santa, who's been doing this for a long time, needing a light just to find his way out of the house, it's got to be super dark. (laughs) But sure enough, Rudolph's nose cuts through the fog and we see him leading the sleigh for the rest of the flight. Yep. He looks a lot smaller than the rest of Santa's reindeer in this version. He does, yeah. Well, he's a a, a yearling. Yeah. Versus a full-grown deer. That's right. Right, because at the end of the Rankin Bass one, he is fully grown. Right, mm-hmm. he's, he's a man. <laughs> so here, their next stop is Bunnyville. Yes. So cute. Home of the bunnies. <laughs> Which, again, I was like, man, this Santa delivers presents to everyone he, yeah that's gotta be where the easter bunny lives right? oh, that's what be. i was thinking too yeah. sure 
Maybe he lives with these bunnies we see. Their house is equally as dark, so Santa brings Rudolph inside, <laughs> inside. with him. Yeah. Yes. To this group of bunnies asleep in their bed. And did you notice here that in a couple of the bunny stockings is a toy Rudolph? I noticed a toy deer behind Santa when he was flying that I thought maybe was Rudolph, but I couldn't tell, but I didn't notice it in the bunny stocking. The deer in the bunny stocking has a red nose. Wow. Nope. Hmm. I missed that. That's that's even cooler. Like that's how grateful Santa is that he just magically created this toy. He's making these toys on the way during the flight. <laughs> His that's... bag must be full of programmable nanotechnology. There it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Yes. And he's just so pleased with Rudolph that he makes toys of him to give to other children. Mm-hmm. On, that's awesome. on, on year one. See, that's gratitude, guys. Like, no one else knows who Rudolph is right now. I guess this is how everyone else learns about Rudolph and how he saved Santa's Christmas. Well, he does go down in history. So yeah. maybe that's how. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Well, everyone who doesn't live in Rudolph's hometown anyway, because right. when we cut back there, this is where we see that he lives in kind of a downtown city area, just populated by deer. Mm-hmm. It has a stadium. It has a stadium. Yes, it does. It, which means it's a major metropolitan area. Right. What are they playing well, in that stadium? Well, they're playing reindeer games, but we're <laughs> just outside of a major metropolitan area, as in the case right. of every New York City sports team, except for uh, the Yankees and the Mets, which are actually in the city, but uh, in the state. Well, I guess in the Rangers, too. Uh, but uh, I think it's the Giants that play. Yeah, no, they play in New Jersey. Yeah. But uh, now they have a town crier reindeer with a bell and a megaphone. Yay! Yay! A message from Rudolph. Awesome. I loved the look of that reindeer with the megaphone around us. You know. Yay! 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 A message from Rudolph. So everyone knows who this kid is. Well, yeah, because they all make fun of him. Yeah, yeah I, I guess so. Of course, they all know who he is. He's the town like freak. Punching yeah. bag. Yeah. Sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> or a sore nose. Or a sore nose. But the whole town of Reindeer head to the town stadium. Yep, they sure do. Uh, this is the quickest face turn I've ever seen, even faster than the song where suddenly how the Reindeer loved them. Well, and what's even funnier is that they like believe his note right away. Like they don't think that all this bullying, you know, led him to like run off or, right. or that he ran away. Nothing. It's just like, oh, of course. Oh, he went oh. to help Santa? Yeah. All right. Yeah. And now Paul Wing tells us the bad deer who used to do nothing but tease him. Well, now they do anything only to please him. <laughs> it's a good rhyme. And this stadium is packed. We even get to see that old. I did like the old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this old reindeer. Yeah, the old stir reindeer with the ear trumpet. The ear mm-hmm. trumpet. Have you ever seen an ear trumpet in real life? No, Never. only in this special and in uh, Muppet Christmas Muppet Carol. Christmas Carol. Okay, yeah. I've seen, like, Disney goes to the ear trumpet a lot. I know, oh, like, one too. of those yeah. things where uh, Donald Duck, like, one story where he's marrying Daisy and he meets all the in-laws, like, Daisy's mm-hmm. mother has a big old ear trumpet. <laughs> now I've got to Google it just to see what it looks, what a real picture of one looks like. I imagine pretty similar. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm going to put a picture of an ear trumpet in the show notes <laughs> and maybe a picture of this old reindeer with the white goatee and the glasses. Yeah. He was fun. Yeah. The stadium has a welcome Rudolph banner hanging from it. So is this still Christmas morning? It must be. I mean, I think so. But they got a banner ready. Well, you know, I like, mean, it's not hard so, to make a banner. I guess. Yeah. Not. I mean, I remember like in band on Friday nights before the game, you know, people would be making their banners really quickly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess, I guess if they're getting short notice that especially now that Santa has cooked up some public ceremony and invited the whole <laughs> town to show them, hey, Rudolph, you saved my Christmas. Made a medal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gave him a medal, named him Commander-in-Chief of his team. Commander-in-Chief. Rudolph, my boy, 
they'll envy you now far and near. For no greater honor can come to a deer than riding with Santa and guiding my sleigh. The number one job on the number one day. I hope you'll continue to keep us from grief. I hereby appoint you Commander-in-Chief. Santa showed up here and named Rudolph the president of reindeer. <laughs> mm -hmm. He sure did. That's amazing. You jerks. Rudolph's your leader now. He's not only the president, he's also a client. <laughs> <laughs> and Rudolph, to his credit, he's very humbled by the honor, so much mm -hmm. so that he blushes so heavily that his entire body <laughs> matches his nose. Uh-huh. I feel like I feel like that would be the toy variant. Yeah. You know, <laughs> here's fully blushed Rudolph. You know? Yes. And I was going to say it's it's funny because, you know, hair obviously doesn't blush, but that's. Uh... Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. No, that's the variant toy. I, I mean, since we're pointing out all the weird stuff that they can, you know, write notes, you know, hold sure. pencils yeah. and, you know, right. we're just pointing out all the fun things about these reindeer. That are... That's right. Yeah. And he sweetly wishes us Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Oh, that sucks. And that's it. Nice. A short, sweet story that predates the song and special we know today, but a really cool little bit of history here. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, any final thoughts on this version of Rudolph? I say go watch it. If nothing else, it, uh, yeah, this version of Rudolph is sweet. This version of Santa is so grateful. I mean, just, it has a charm and it's only eight minutes long. So, you know, yes, Rankin Bass had better versions of Santa later on, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, in the meantime, um, uh, Watch this one. I think that it's great. That nose. That beautiful, <laughs> wonderful nose. Oh, good. <laughs> no, it's really good. And, and you should watch it because uh, for the next uh, 1947 to uh, it's going to be like another 15 years, I think, until we get any unless whoever holds the copyright now does something in the next 15 years. We don't have any other Rudolph content besides all the versions of the song and the Rankin Bass special. So watch this one as well, because it's not like there's an abundance of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer content out there and, uh, you know, that isn't merchandise, because that is something that whoever holds the copyright is really figured out as merchandise. <laughs> but beyond that, you know... Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's cute. I think it's worth watching. It's only I mean, we've spent a long time talking about it, but it's only like eight and a half minutes long. Sure. And this version of it is apparently free to watch because it was preserved by the Library of Congress. So it is mm -hmm. out there for you to watch. It's on their website. Mm -hmm. It's on their website. And it's good quality, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, me too. They cleaned it up nicely and not like. Because sometimes you'll see things that they try and clean up and everything looks just a little too cleaned up. Mm -hmm. Well, it, that's what Disney did with their own content when they transferred yeah. it to Blu-ray. Have you seen some of their animated specials on Blu-ray? Yes. Oh, my them. goodness. The first time I saw Snow White on Blu-ray, I was like, oh, oh I'm not getting yeah. a Blu-ray player. Cinderella, <laughs> on, uh, their, their, their Blu-ray or 4K restoration of Cinderella is horrendous looking Oof. it really is like it looks like they accidentally had the film reels in their pocket and it ran through the washer <laughs> they 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 cleaned up like fine detail like yeah detail is missing they colored over it and it's it's unbelievable what they I, you know the the company that created such beautiful animation then went ahead and ruined their own mm -hmm. animation in an attempt to restore it yeah. yeah like don't be that much of a perfectionist that that it it ends up ruining it but looking at you george lucas <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't have that problem the details are still there you can still mm -hmm. see some of the grain effects so i guess whoever restored it for the library of congress or I guess I don't even know if it was for the Library of Congress. I think they just stumbled on it, but they cleaned it up just enough 
that it still has that grain, like, and the that details ar- are all still there. Mm-hmm. That article you sent along the fr- right from the Library of Congress, at least at the time it was written, they did say they had the only copy of this version. Oh. Right. Well, so, there it is. It, I mean, it, it could have. Ch- I didn't check the date on that article. It could have changed, but um, it's 2014, and that's the only copy I've seen on the internet, anyway. Yeah. But that link's in the show notes. Thank you both for joining me on this special Christmas podcast day edition of the Advent Calendar House. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. Happy Christmas podcast day. Yes, Yes. indeed. And if people want to surprise you with a toy version of themselves in your stocking, where can (laughs) they find you on the internet? Jerry. (laughs) You can find me at totallyradchristmas.com or, of course, my podcast. You can find anywhere you get podcasts. I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas and Twitter at Rad Christmas. And Matt. Yeah, um, my podcast, I didn't create any social media for my podcast. It's um, that's work. There's, it's, <laughs> I have my own social media. I have two other podcasts besides North Pole Radio that have social media and I don't use it. Um, so, uh, however, everybody is is very much more than welcome to find North Pole Radio wherever you find podcasts. It's on, uh, I believe, everything, you know, uh, unless there's some obscure one I have never heard of, which there probably is. But, you know. Other than that, it's wherever you typically iPod, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, (laughs) Stitcher, iHeart, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, all that stuff. Yeah. I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you know how to find a podcast. So I'll (laughs) point you in the right direction in my show notes and you can take it from there. And those show notes are at adventcalendar.house. A lot of fun stuff is happening today on the social. So if you want to follow along, check out the hashtag Christmas Podcast Day. And you can say hi to me on Twitter at Advent Calhouse and on Facebook and Instagram at Advent Calendar House. But that's it from me for now. I will be back December 1st to kick off a brand new season of 12 episodes counting down to Christmas Eve. Hope to talk to you all then. For now... For Matt Spaulding and Jerry Davila, from my brightly lit bedroom in my otherwise pitch dark house in the middle of nowhere, despite also being a booming reindeer metropolis, <laughs> this is Mike Westfall reminding you to please watch out for the icy patch. Talk to y'all in December. And now, these messages. Hello Christmas lovers and enthusiasts. If you're like me and you're always counting down the days until Christmas, I invite you to listen to Closer to Christmas. Think of the podcast as like a Christmas advent calendar. Each episode that comes out, we get a little bit closer to Christmas, and it's always a surprise as to what the Christmas-related topic will be for that episode. So search for Closer to Christmas on your favorite podcast platform of choice, or head over to anchor.fm slash closer to Christmas. Thanks, and I hope to see you there soon. Next time on the Advent Calendar House. I'm part of Prep and Landing, an elite unit of elves getting houses around the world ready for the big guy's arrival. Oh, oh.